Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Important Report. I'm Chris Tergliaferra. And I'm Jeff Garver. This week, things that are not important, that did not make our cut. Uh, the clock problems at the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no, at no. the end of, all you folks who watch the end of the UNC... Uh, UNC... Would they play? I've already I, oh, forgotten. I, 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 UNC Iowa State. Yes, Iowa State. Also, we will not be talking about the sorry state of my bracket. It's bad. I'm in, like in the 13th percentile in ESPN. I'm in the 93rd. I know. you're. Do, it's, I, I, have, I have Illinois... No, no, not Illinois. They're not even in the tournament. That would be a terrible team to pick. <laughs> um, I have uh, Wisconsin and Florida in the final. Florida winning by six. Well... No, mine's mine's awful. It's just embarrassing. It's like I've never watched basketball before or anything else involving the NCAA. One thing, though, and this is going a bit off script. Um, sorry, everyone. Jeff, there's one thing that I think you need to do, and that is um, everyone It's it's everyone already knows. Jeff's from Charlotte, and the mayor was arrested there. And a lot of people have been like, you know, You hey. want me to apologize? <laughs> I, I had about two more minutes of things I was going to say, but oh. yes, I want you to apologize. <laughs> you know, if we want to cut to it, I mean, a lot of people have been like, hey, Jeff's a criminal too because he's from Charlotte. And I'm like, eh. you know, I, I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, I know. And anyway, it was, it was sent by an anonymous viewers. Anonymous viewers. And anonymous. They've been coming after yeah. us. So. Um, I am, I'm sorry. And it's not the first time. I think Jim Black was like a... A congressman from, like a state representative from Charlotte, too, who also did some nasty stuff. Oh, well. I don't, I'd never even heard of this guy until he was... Uh, I had, yeah, I was like, wait, wasn't Pat McCrory or something? I thought Pat McCrory was still the mayor, but then I remembered all the people on Facebook and Twitter who no longer live in North Carolina talking about how awful of a governor he was. Oh, okay. Well, you apologize, so I guess we can move on. And then, you know, now we can start the healing process. Yes. And there's no really better way to start the healing process and then talk about one of our favorite subjects here on the important report cheese uh you know we there are something usually a lot of times we talk about you know people you know getting drunk driving into mcdonald's you know the kfc bucket in the yard yes but you know that the this is actually a topic with wide-ranging implications yeah this is kind of a bit like last week's uh news section where we're kind of trying to take a big issue and let people know about it right well um uh, basically uh, as part of recent trade talks the european union which is the blue flag with the circle of stars pretty tame flag but i guess you really can't make anything like it's not tame during the Ryder Cup, man, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they want to ban the use of European names like Parmesan, feta, and Gruyere on cheese made in the United States. It would be the same thing as champagne. Yeah. You know, champagne only comes from Champagne, France. Is Andre the really cheap champagne made in France, or do they just call it champagne? I'm not sure. Uh, that's, that's, you know, we'll have to get our crack team on that. Well, <laughs> or go buy it. The argument is that... American-made cheeses are shadows of the original European varieties and cut into sales and identity of the European cheeses. The Europeans say Parmesan should only come from Parma, Italy. Uh, Gruyere should only come from Gruyereville. And, <laughs> Gru Gruyereville? And feta should only... Feta, they were very... It, wasn't even, it was like, it's got to come from Greece. Yeah. And you can't use Greek lettering. Well, that's yeah. the whole thing with Canada. We'll get to that in a second. Well, we can actually just mention that now. Yeah. This kind of comes on the heels of... Uh, I guess an EU deal with Canada and Central America where certain cheese names were restricted unless the cheese came from Europe. Under the Canadian agreement, they said feta can only be marketed as feta if it's from Greek. And that, no Greek letters. 
you know, they, they're not going to pull one over on you by like, you know, spelling, you know, feta like cheese yeah. in uh, Canada. No, they're, they're like, no, we're, we're putting a stop to that. But Canada really rolled over, just kind of folded like a cheap umbrella. <laughs> Is that, no, they, they really did. This was, this was basically, they, they were basically the Chamberlain yeah. of um, this cheese, yes. this cheese um, standoff. So, and now that, you know, they're coming for our cheeses. Yeah. Well, it's not like we're going to, it's not like we're going to Europe when they want to, I'm assuming they use the craft slices, the American cheese craft slices over there, the right. big packs of 50. We're not telling them they can't do that. Yeah. And whenever they make American cheese, yes. you know, and sell it, we're not saying they can't do that. We can't say American cheese only from America. No, you no, can, no. We're can. spreading the wealth. They're not. Exactly. Uh, and also, it's not just cheese. Um, EU is basically, I like how I just call it European Union. They're not going to stop there. This is a domino effect. Yes. Other products. Remember Vietnam, and it worked then. It'll yes, work now just if like, we stop. The other products could include bologna, black forest ham, Greek yogurt, Valencia oranges, and prosciutto. So think about that. Uh, black forest ham, when you go to Subway... You know they're not getting it from Black Forest wherever. I don't think the Black Forest ham from Subway is from the Black Forest in Germany. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb You don't and think they that. found it in a dumpster <laughs> behind the CVS? No. The, man, I, I always wanted to believe that like Subway was more quality ingredients than it was, but it's really about the cheapest meat you can get. Well, that's how you get your $5 foot long. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, speaking of going a little off topic, did you hear about Quiznos? I think it's filed for bankruptcy. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, also, Quiznos, all right, go online and look about like up uh, Quiznos uh, franchise owners. There's all these stories of these people, like basically... You would buy a Quiznos franchise, and they would force you to buy like the stools, there's Q baskets, and everything from this one place. And it was basically exorbitant prices. It was like a low buy-in, but then it was basically like you know they'd sell you all this other stuff that you had to buy. There are a bunch of different uh, stories about like Quiznos owners killing themselves in the Quiznos. Oh God, that's awful. I know it's just kind of. Funny because it was like I was on a thread one time, and then I—I I don't know. I think people started like kind of making up stories about killing yourselves in a Quiznos. Yeah, well, I think Quiznos problems is—is is it's kind of pretty expensive, but the 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 taste isn't. I mean, it's better than Subway, but it's not that much better. It's it's tweening. It used to be like if I want a high end sub, I'm either gonna go to like a real place that's like. There's a lot of places in Burbank that are pretty like a, good. Like a like a Jersey Mike's. Well, like of a chain, I would go to a Jersey Mike's, or you can go to some of those places around here. That oh, are you're talking good. about like the Italian deli, yeah, yeah, yeah. those kind of places. Um, but yeah, the, Quiznos is just kind of in that in between world. Yeah, it's much a like no the people who committed suicide are in purgatory. Exactly. Um, actually, they're, they're in hell. It's um, a Quiznos. <laughs> they're actually in a, an afterworld Quiznos. Yeah, that's so mean. That's mean spirited. Well, anyway, uh, fifty-five senators uh, came together, a bipartisan group. We got Republicans and Democrats saying no. That's the one thing you could. That's the one thing you get these clowns in Congress to agree on these days. <laughs> Cheese. Well, basically, I'm just imagining it's like if you're from Wisconsin, it's like, well, I gotta say this. Yeah. Even uh, Paul Ryan. Yeah, Paul Ryan. I know he's like, you know. Well, he would probably be for this anyway. Yeah, if you're from, yeah, I don't know. If you make a lot of cheese, chances are everyone's like, hey, do this, and yeah. you know, and then you fold over like a, like like those dirty Canadians. Exactly. Well, all right. Led by New York Senator Charles Schumer and Pennsylvania Senator Patrick Toomey, the members wrote that in the states they re represent many small or medium-sized family-owned businesses could have their businesses fairly unrestricted. 
or unfairly restricted. I'm sorry, I can't read. And that export businesses could be gravely hurt. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're just uh, one. We're quote. just a small family farm. <laughs> I made that quote up. I was uh, about to say I couldn't find that in the article. I just wrote, "We're a small family farm in Western South Carolina make that that makes imitation Gruyere that we sell to Win Dixie." So, I mean, there's just all that kind of just kind of joking on the small family farm does well. Also, this is a good p- point uh, that you made where. Whenever you get into this cheese legislation, it's it's just ripe for, you know, a lot of cheese puns. Yeah, cheese puns, cheese play on words, that <clears throat> kind of thing. Uh, Even Senator Schumer, he got in on the action. Said, Munster is Munster, no matter how you slice it. Do you think his, like, PR team or whoever wrote that was like, I got a winner. Keep them coming, boys. But she was really worried about how he deliver it because he might mess it up. Yeah, he's like, you really got to put slice because it's cheese. That's yeah. the that's the joke here. He's got, like, the, the Leno writers are now just, they went over to Congress yeah. to give them these zingers. So we were thinking of other ones. Yeah, uh, the only really good one I could think of, well, it's not even good. Because uh, these aren't supposed to be good. But for American jobs and farmers, this EU policy will be no Gouda. No Gouda. I like how the EU's policy has more holes in it than fine American-made Swiss cheese. <laughs> oh, that's, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. And these EU folks need to hit the road, Jack. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, you really have to have that in print. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I don't know yeah. why you would. But th- this is really about a protecting American jobs. So It's a $4 billion a year in cheese industry. And I don't, I don't think we're going to bend on this. This sounds like EU's just saber-rattling. Tell them to get, you know, maybe they could... Uh, yeah, but why don't they Why don't they spend their uh, spend their energy on defeating Putin? Exactly. No, you know, hey, you know, c- clean up your own backyard before you start coming over here, buddy. Yes. You know, get your own closet in order. Yes. All right. Well, we are going to cut the cheese and take a short break. That's the pun. Welcome back, everyone, to the Important Report. Now for our favorite segment, Hero or Villain. He's back. Yeah. Uh, First off, we're going to start off with Isaiah Morris. He is not up for the debate, but this encounter he has, his uh, other side, you'll see. This particular type of beverage. <laughs> you sound like uh, what? What's that, Bob? Uh... Bob Newhart. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that sounded I'm... like Bob Newhart there. And I didn't know Krusty per se. Po- too bad. No, I, I have heard Bob Newhart on podcasts, but I do think he'd be a great sort of radio host. Or a... Oh yeah, no, he Bob Newhart's classic because it's just kind of like dead air with him is fun. Right. Exactly. With other people, not so. Not fun. so much. No. Okay. Well, Isaiah Morris, twenty, told cops that he and a friend were sitting in a booth eating. At a Tiga K, South Carolina Taco Bell. Tiga K is sort of near Lake Wiley, so it's kind of right on the border. They also have a real estate thing, don't they? Tiga K Realty? Sure they do. Okay. Well, they were eating at Taco Bell Sunday afternoon when an unknown white male asked if he, if Isaiah, had just belched and not said excuse me. When Morris asked the man what he had said, the attacker picked up a chair and struck Morris in the elbow. Morris said that the man then grabbed him by the throat and tried to headbutt him. At that point, Kara Martin, a 17-year-old brave Taco Bell worker... Yeah, she's, she's definitely a hero. Mm-hmm, ...interceded and ordered the man to leave the restaurant immediately. Martin told police that the assailant drove off in a white vehicle that was, quote-unquote, possibly a pickup. The witnesses were not able to record its tag number. A cop noted observing a minor abrasion on Morris's elbow and redness around his throat. 
Yeah, well, we were kind of talking about Batman earlier before <clears throat> we recorded. Is this guy kind of like a Batman type? Kind of like a vigilante? Mm. Sort of standing up for the people of Upper South Carolina against belchers and, well, bur- and burpers? And, uh, um, we, I'm, so we don't get sued for slander. On this article, Isaiah Morris actually commented on it, and he said he did not belch. Oh, I didn't and see that, that. And that the his that the crazy guy's wife was with him, and apologized for it, and like ushered him out. So basically, it was kind of he was thinking it was just like a crazy person. Oh, but well, let, that's let's, what he's saying. That, yeah, that's he said. Let's go with the facts here. I don't think we could <clears throat> be sued for anything. This is a nonprofit, isn't it? You can sue. I mean, there are. I, I I can't just say like there are no profits. That's Clint, all I know. Clinton had those people killed, you know. And then stick by it and be like, hey, nonprofit, can't sue me. You know, I'm, I'm not slandering. But uh, anyway, besides that. Um, I thought we had immunity. No, I thought we were like those people in Lethal Weapon 2, the South Africans. No, we don't have diplomatic immunity. Oh. Unfortunately. That's why I've been getting all those parking tickets. <laughs> the jokes are free, everyone. Just like this program. Okay, well, let's say uh, the guy did belch. And did not say, excuse me. Uh, there was a place I was at this past week. Um, it was a place I had worked for for a few years. And sometimes I come back and help them. And anyway, while I was filing, uh, they just uh, they basically had a fi- big filing project. And I was like, uh, it's near my agency. So I was like, yes, I'll help you. Anyway, twice I sneezed. And I had noticed this with other... I was the only person saying, like, uh, bless you to other people. And twice I sneezed, said, excuse me. And nobody blessed me. And I was like, you know, is this the end of civility? You know, just it was just kind of a sad state of affairs for everyone involved. Especially Did you me. pull out the entire file cabinet and throw it at someone's head? I wanted to, but uh, th- they weren't white, so I thought it might be construed as, you know, I'd be doing that. But no, they just didn't say bless you. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. otherwise, if that was a white person, oh, the full filing cabinet is going at them. Whenever you want to commit a crime, you should think about the person's race you're about to do it to. Oh, you really should. Because then it would have been, I would have been a big hero. You know, you got to think about that. There's a thin line. Jerky white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I guess for me, if you're, to, I, I personally think eating at a, eating at a fast food restaurant can be a little gross. I've had some, in a Taco Bell, I remember one sad time when the, uh, what are those sort of pocket things? The, uh. Crunchwrap Supremes? I, me and my friend went to get Crunchwrap Supremes and we were sitting there eating it. And while we were eating it, Taco Bell, they had just had a bucket sitting in the middle of the floor collecting water. It was just a real depressing moment just eating these new, no. you know, because you, whenever you go get these new fast food items, you see them on TV and you go, I've got to have that thing. And then you have them and they're two bites and you're like, I didn't really have to have this thing. Like when we got a shit ton of Pizza Mia's? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that ever happened with me. No, well, I did. And I always, people always said, you know, they ragged me for wanting to eat in a fast food restaurant. It does, you got, uh, what I think about that is it does keep it hotter, which is one of the most important things about fast food. Yeah, once it goes cold, it's done. And also, that way you don't have to bring the shame to your car. That's true, too. It makes sense either way. But this, I don't know, it's hard to argue that this guy's a hero, especially knowing what we know now. Uh, I was not aware of the comments, but... You know, I, it sounds like he was just a crazy guy. Though I don't think people should be belching. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, like, if he had belched and he'd done it, and we knew for sure that he belched, I'd probably definitely say hero. Um, and excuse could, me, I just I just belched. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this chair's a little heavy, or else it'd be on top of your head, <laughs> mister. Um, actually, these chairs are really light. You could really... you could. 
mean, you could really. I like them. these chairs because you can lift them up and it, you know. You could hold. easily you could hurt someone with these chairs yeah. that we're sitting on right now that you can't see. That you can't see. You'll have to take a. Ride. I assure you, they're quite lightweight. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say this guy's just a nutso creep. You you don't need to be assaulting people. Uh, I'm going to say he's a villain. Okay. All right. Next person. Uh, We go to Florida, Jacksonville. And uh, the woman inside was, uh, it was a couple inside a fast food eatery, McDonald's. And the woman wanted a McFlurry or ice cream. But when her boyfriend refused to buy it, she got the keys to his 1994 Eldorado, which is just kind of a perfect choice for this, soaked it in gasoline and then lit a match. A witness added that the woman shouted that, I'm going to blow it up, and it turned out to be the vehicle. So this was basically like Omar Little from The Wire, you know, taking matters into his own hands. Or her, her own hands. Her own hands. You like McFlurries? You know, I haven't had... Oh, one kind of... Stupid story is all right. The McFlurry spoon. Do you know how it works? Uh, no, I don't remember it. I think I only had it once. Oh, well. Anyway, the spoon has a hole in it, and you plug it into the McFlurry machine. And it spins it around. Well, anyway, the first time I got it, uh, it was like they had just come out, and my mom and I had perched in my sister. We had got all got McFlurry, and on the way home, we were tri- we thought it was like a straw spoon, and then we were like. And we thought it was just really thick, so we were trying to suck it through the spoon. And anyway, at one point, like uh, one of us was like, mm, this is good. And then we found out that you couldn't actually do it. So we were just, whoever said that was just lying. Or either it was like that, you know, emperor's new clothes. Well, I don't think your sister listens to this, but I hope she does with her fancy Spanish friends when they're at their fancy <laughs> restaurants. When they find out at one point she had difficulty eating a McFlurry. <laughs> She's over in Spain right now. And, uh, oh, she uh, broke her leg snowboarding in, in uh, Austria. Kind of serves her right. You know, what kind of an, an injury is that? It re- serves her right for having such a nice life. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean Take we, that. We don't mean that, Maria. Or I don't uh, mean that. Yeah, Jeff doesn't mean that. And she doesn't listen anyway, so yeah, it so doesn't matter. I can, I can say whatever I want. Okay, well. You think uh, she might sue us? <laughs> No, come out of... Oh, she's also... Uh, I had to fill out my uh, insurance thing, uh, health insurance at work, and I get a complimentary life insurance thing, so she's the beneficiary. So I'm not... Sh- I didn't get any supplemental, because, you know, I don't really care whenever I die, but uh, I wonder how much she gets, because basically she's the beneficiary. I-, I would think she'd only get, like, $300. Well, I don't think... Unless you die, it won't really affect her unless you die in, like, the next year or something. Yeah, that's true. Well, we never know. I could get McFlurried. You could uh, get set on fire when you when your girl when you take your girl to McDonald's. <laughs> and I, I say, hey, you're looking a little chubby around the hips. Yeah. No McFlurries. Okay, the woman reportedly fled the scene after the vehicle was engulfed in flames. It was a flurry of activity. Did you write that? I don't think that. I think I took that from the article, frankly. <laughs> well, it was a flurry of activity after the McFlurry-related fire as bystanders tried to help put out the man put out put the man. Help put the man put out the fire before firefighters responded to the scene. Boyfriend also drove off after the fire was extinguished. In what? A broken down 1994 El Dorado. Yeah. Police indicated that the license plate and the registration on the vehicle didn't, don't match. And that kind of makes it seem like it was some big ruse. Yeah. All right. Go in there and start screaming about a McFlurry and then go to the 1994 El Dorado, set it on fire. And then for some reason we'll drive off in it. Yeah. 
I don't know. This woman, now what, now this is the only question we had. This is this this year of the section has been a little free form. We've been kind of moving around because it's kind of obvious, kind of obvious what these people are. But I guess what would, you know, if this was a McRib, now Chris is a very dedicated McRib mm-hmm. fan. Now let's say I was to take you to McDonald's and for some reason you couldn't pay or buy it. Uh, but I refused to buy you a McRib and then, you know, set a vehicle on fire. Would that almost be warranted considering how big of a McRib van you are? If I promised it to you, especially. I don't know. That, that I probably wouldn't light it on. Also, here are the things that are kind of funny. It's like the bystanders, like, and she went in and she got a jug and then she somehow got gasoline and lit a match. I don't know how you have that. Because I was like, is this at like a combo McDonald's gas station? But Do they even have those? Oh, we had one in King, North oh. Carolina. So all my listeners that from my hometown, they got one. Unless it's gone now. I hope not. You'll probably never go back to King, so you'll never see it. I'll go back one day. You can count on it. Because I have to write my book, The King of Kings. Oh. And it would be about me. I'd be the king. Okay. So, anyway, it's pretty clever. My book's called The Queen of Charlotte, and it's (laughs) about me. (laughs) Uh, That'd be pretty funny. Okay. uh, He's a villain. There's no... Yeah. These ones... This was just more so we could talk about fast food. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we rest our case. Villain. These are both villains. Yeah. They're just bad people. You can't just attack people or let set things on fire at fast no. food restaurants. Unless someone, like, slaps a woman. Or if you have these coupons for Taco Bell and they say you can't use them. Oh, yeah. I was, I, was, I was telling Jeff about this earlier. Okay. Taco Bell just launched their big breakfast line. And anyway, uh, but over here in Burbank, they were already toying around with breakfast. And there was a coupon for a free breakfast burrito. Just free. I didn't have to buy anything else. But I was going to buy a hash brown. It said they had hash browns. Well, I go, and the manager's there. And I hand over the coupon. Oh, already manager doesn't like the fact that, you know, nobody likes giving away something free that some jackass made it in a paper. But um, I was like, and I'll take a hash brown with it. Like, I'll buy something. And they didn't have hash browns. And then he was like, I'll give you cheesy potatoes. It starts ringing it up. I said, I don't want cheesy potatoes. I want a hash brown. And then he's like, we don't have hash browns. So anyway, I said, well, then I just want the burrito. And he said, you have to buy something. I was like, it doesn't say that on the coupon. And anyway, he's like, well, then we're not honoring it. And I wanted to like basically take all the sauce pack and just dump them on the floor. And I was pretty close, like in this bad rage. But anyway, I got out of there and, you know. Now, know. now we know who the real hero of this segment is. You know, I, I had restraint. So yes, there are certain things that make you, you know, want to snap. But you can't. And I started going to the other Taco Bell's uh, revolt. Oh, which one? But they're, they're both on the same street. Yeah, right? they're both on Magnolia. I just drive a little further to the yeah. other one. It's smaller and there's no eat-in area, but I'm not eating at a Taco Bell. It has that nice patio. Yeah, that's true. I can just chill out and let it be known that I'm eating my Taco Bells. Yeah. All right. All right cool. Well, there you have it, villains. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, in focus. Welcome back, everyone, to the important report. That was a great advertisement by whoever it was. Yeah. I'm buying that product or service. All right. Now, this week we're doing in focus, tip, typical one, five five picks for each of us. But this one is, what soldiers and armies will we not want to have stay at our house? And what sort of you know, made me think of this is that on March 24th... As we all know. As we all know, on March 24th, 1765, Britain enacted the Quartering Act, requiring American colonists to provide temporary housing to British soldiers. Now, this I was just reading over this during the break, and I was saying, well, not all American, not all Americans had to do it at once, just if they needed it. Right. Yeah. Also, I think it's funny how they're trying to, 
there was something where for the internet neutrality, they're saying like protect the fourth amendment and they're trying to, what's the fourth amendment? <clears throat> it's this, what you just said. Oh, quartering. Yeah. But it's, it's being wait, is it? I'm pretty sure it's, it's a fourth amendment. What's the third amendment? I don't know any of the amendments mm-hmm. except for the, except for the old, old number two. That's the gun one, right? Yeah. The gun one. And the first one's freedom of speech. Okay. I know one and two. Okay. Mostly well, just two. Well, anyway, now I'm really confused. Uh, we'll, we'll, anyway, we'll go to our segment producer and he'll tell us later on what it what it was. Anyway, we're right now we're thinking, you know, British soldiers, you know, staying in her house probably not the best, but there could pro- it could pro- probably be worse. Yes. So Jeff, tell us. Uh, you start off. Well, I picked British soldiers actually. Um, I picked the first, the Queen's Guard. Those British soldiers who don't say anything and just kind of stand there. Yeah, okay. Okay, because right. my theory, all these theories involve breakfast, uh, eating, eating breakfast for me. Now, these soldiers, you're trying to, you know, have a nice conversation. It could be over dinner, too. You're like, how was your day? Blah, blah, blah. And then these guys are, they're giving you nothing. They're just standing there, doing nothing, Do, wait, saying uh, nothing. Aren't they allowed to talk, talk I don't to think each other? They might, but not when I'm not. Why when would I you say, do this job? I don't know. It seems like a strange one, and I wouldn't want them at my house. I'm assuming they're not going to talk. They're just going to stand there. And I just think it'd be weird oh, and uncomfortable. Okay. All right. Well, mine would be the Vikings because I'm pretty sure they just wreck everything. I had that too. Yeah. I mean, because they're really into pillaging. They're not going to want to get along. They're just going to take all your crap. That's really not going to be as much as like staying and like using up all your toothpaste. It's really going to be about killing you, raping your women, and taking all your stuff. Yeah. And then well, they probably would take burning the toothpaste. The, and they would take the toothpaste or burn it down. I think, honestly, the Vikings would be one of the worst. Yeah. Okay. All right. My next one is another fictional. Well, no, no. It is a fictional one. The first one was real. Uh, I picked Jedis. Now, I know they're not necessarily an army. I'm not sure how that works, but... I I believe it's an order. I kind of have the... Kind of a similar thing for me with the Queen's Guard is... But kind of the opposite way. It's these Jedis. They're sitting around. They're having the religious mumbo-jumbo just... About midi-chlorians? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. It's like... Yeah, these guys, your wife's like, what are these guys leaving? It's like, I don't know. We don't have a choice. We have to quarter them. That's what the, whatever the, democ- who are they? The Galactic? Uh, the Galactic Confederation? Yeah, they didn't want, they wanted those people. Was to it the Trade Federation? Before? I don't know. But you have Yoda sitting there. They're doing like, making your dog fly in the air. Just to get really, <laughs> it'd just be really annoying. Yeah. Oh, it's the Third Amendment, which is the is the amendment we were talking about. Yeah. Fourth is something else. So anyway. Probably just, doesn't come up too much. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't think it does. Okay, my next one would be the Mongols. That was my one too. Well, what? I mean, that, that was, it's another one Same of these. Same as the Vikings, that's what I, I said. Yeah, bas- yeah, it's just the Vikings. Uh, also, I imagine both of these people, both of these like groups of people smell really bad. Yeah. Well, the, the Mongols, they also have the eyebrow down the horses because they're very famous for horses. Oh, horse. the horse archery, yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't want all those horses around. Yeah, that's true. And they, they were very much pillage, you know, takeover yeah. stuff, Genghis Khan. So, yeah, the Mongols, I'm not into it. All yeah. right. Well, I only have one left then, and mine is the, it's another fictional one, the Army of the Dead from Return of the King. Uh, is that what they're called? Oh, the thing where they just show up and they win the battle in a yeah. third of the Lord of the Rings. And my thing is that is that one, those guys. Besides, you have you. If they're staying at your house, it would literally make your house haunted because you have these ghost armies. So that's bad. They also had really bad attitudes, if you remember. Oh yeah, they had the yeah. Especially, what are you? Uh, we doing? don't want to come. <laughs> what are you doing anyway? Nothing. Yeah. What? What? Stuff. Zimmy, 
episode. Didn't like Aragorn basically just have to resort to the like, oh, you're not was, tough enough. Was that in the books? I, I, I don't remember the what, what it said. I read the book. I, I don't remember know. what it I said. I just was thinking them. You have these kind of ghosts in your house. Also, they why didn't bat- they go to Mordor afterwards? It's like, hey, you know, you've been sleeping like thousands of years. Can't you just go to Mordor with us? Yeah, they wouldn't even have to do all those people would have had to die. Yeah, I think uh, Aragorn called out a favor or something. I he think was like, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings has some plot holes. We all know it. It's best just to enjoy the movies. And the <laughs> just enjoy yourself. Not most things have plot holes. It's not that big of a deal. Just enjoy yourself. Yeah, uh, the French is my next one. Uh, smell bad. Oh, mainly all mine's just like who would smell really bad in my house? And I'm talking like uh, like pre-Napoleon French. You know, like the Louis. Uh, Joan of Arc. Well, Joan, yeah, n- not her. She can stay, but uh, you she, just want to. You just want to tap that. <laughs> I just want to tap Joan of Arc. Yeah, I'm sure and be like, "Hey, God told me about this, and it was gonna be pretty cool." Yeah, yeah, but uh, the French were mine. Uh, My steak is burning for you, yeah. Joan of Arc. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she's like, "What?" And like, "You're gonna get burned at the stake." You're gonna get burned later. at the stake. I'm just saying. I, I don't know how I know this. I just do. Uh, other one would I wouldn't want the Nazis staying over because then you know that's a good one. What if Jake Goldman comes over? No. It, 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 well, you don't just, want even even for non-Jewish people. Well, yeah, but you know it'd be like, oh god, and like Jake's like, why don't I come over for the game? And then it's like, eh, can't really got these Nazis. It probably wouldn't end well. Also, we. They probably wouldn't think that uh, one of our housemates, uh, he's British, Adam Wayne, but he's also Jewish. Yeah. And, you know, they probably would be like, oh, British people aren't Jewish, so they might let him slide. But as it is, I'd just like the, my Jewish friends to stay intact. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. No Nazis. Mm. No Nazis, no Vikings. No. They all smell. Yeah. Or the Zulu tribes. I'm not having them stay either. Led by Shaka. Even though I I looked up a lot about Shaka the day. Who's Shaka? He was a Zulu leader. Um, And anyway, but there's differing accounts. It's very uh, controversial history. Is he is he in the movie Zulu? Hmm. We'll have to watch that and get back to you. Anyway, all right. Those are the armies we don't want staying in our houses. We hope that you know you never have to exercise your Fourth Amendment right. Yeah. But you never know. Uh. Americans, you know, we're at wartime. What if they were like, you know, we said that, but wouldn't you want to do it for our troops? What if they, what if America decided we were going to, there's a big like budgetary crisis and instead of that, they weren't going to have forts anymore or bases. They were just going to put people in people's houses, soldiers. (laughs) Uh, Have you done my laundry? I mean, it's cool. I'm just, you know, you got to have a clean uniform. These guys are drinking all my beer. Uh, (laughs) Big drunk army. Yeah. All right, well, that's all the show we have for you today. So uh, thank you for listening. I'm Chris Turgliaferro. And I'm Jeff Garver. That was a yawn, sorry. I'm Jeff Garver. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next week.